I've been renovating my home recently. I discovered a little while ago that there was some mildew on the ceiling of my bathroom because it's a high moisture area. And so I removed it with a very fun power tool, an orbital sander, a few weeks ago. And the mildew showed up there because there is no vented fan in my bathroom because at least at the time that the house was built, the building code stipulated that if there is a window in the bathroom, you don't need to install a vented fan. And the builders probably under some kind of pressure of related to time or money or their, or their bosses were going to do the minimum that was required. And all of us are in this situation here in this earthly life. We have limited resources and we all need to make decisions about how much we will give in terms of those resources to various activities in our lives. And so we ask, how much is necessary? And a student will ask, will this be on the test? How much do I need to study? When's the law of diminishing returns kick into effect? And the same with us in our work. We ask, what's the minimum we do? What, what must we do to be up to spec, to be up to standards? And we heard today in the reading of the gospel about a lawyer who made a mistake. And he applied spec, being up to specifications, to salvation. He applied that to his life with God. He applied being up to spec to love. And Jesus answers his question by which he sought to justify himself, he answers him with the parable of the Good Samaritan, the famous parable of the Good Samaritan. And if you notice, he doesn't answer the lawyer's question because it's the wrong question. The lawyer wanted to know, who is my neighbor? What's, what's the minimum I have to do? What are the boxes I have to check for my salvation? Is it people within a certain five-mile radius of me? Is it people of my own ethnic group? And Jesus says, no. He says, no. Which one, he asked at the very end of the parable, proved neighbor the one who did mercy for him? And so the Lord teaches us, your neighbor is the one who needs loving kindness and tender compassion. Your neighbor is anyone who God puts in your path, who needs help and mercy. So spec, being up to specifications, does not apply to love. Love will lead us and guide us if we let him do so. And so the question I have for you today is, what is it that prevents you from loving your neighbor? What is it that prevents you from loving your neighbor? What is it that prevents you from showing mercy and compassion and loving kindness to the people that God brings into your life who need it? This parable is so brilliant. The lawyer asked, who is my neighbor? Who is the one I should love? And Jesus asked, who proved neighbor to this man who needed, who needed love? It's very, very interesting. I invite you to ponder this parable because it's so beautiful. And I want you also 
to ponder this story, and it's the story of a saint whom we celebrated a few days ago on the 12th of November. His name is John the Merciful, and he lived in the 7th century. He was consecrated as Patriarch of Alexandria in 7th century, and when he did, he gathered together all the clergy and officials of the wealthy metropolis of Egypt and sent them to make an exact register of his, quote, masters, as he called the poor and beggars whom God puts in our way so that by giving them alms, we win the kingdom of heaven. There were found to be over 7,500 indigent persons in the city. The patriarch commanded that they were to be fed every day and given the clothes they needed. He often said to God in his prayer, we will soon see, Lord, which of us two will win this contest. You, who always give me good gifts, or I, who will never cease distributing them to the poor. For I well know there is nothing of mine that is not owing to your mercy, which upholds my life. Indeed, the saint's compassion for the poor was measureless in his almsgiving boundness, like the waters of the Nile which cover the land of Egypt every year to make it fertile. So he was surnamed the Merciful after his master Christ, who is the source of all mercy. He could not encounter a poor or afflicted person without shedding tears and without taking his sorrow upon himself. Drawing upon the treasure of the church, he gave without calculation. As Christ has taught us in the gospel according to Luke, he made no distinction in his giving between the good and the bad, the deserving and the undeserving. On one occasion, a poor man who had already received alms presented himself three times more to the saint in three different disguises. When this was pointed out to John, he ordered them to give the man twice as much, saying, maybe he is Jesus my Savior who has come on purpose to put me to the test. Yet the greater his almsgiving without thought for the amount or for the next day, the more God increased the gifts to the church so that the people experienced the truth of the Savior's promise. Do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, or about your body, what you shall put on, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. One more story about St. John. One of the clergy appointed to distribute alms by the patriarch gave a rich man fallen on hard times only a third of the sum that the saint had said he was to have, thinking it unreasonable to empty the treasury for one person. But he was put to shame when St. John revealed to him that a noble woman who had meant to make a huge gift to the church gave in the end only a third of the amount which she had first intended. And so that's a little miracle from his life. I could tell you more, but I don't want to burden you. He's an amazing saint, an amazing saint. And so I encourage you to think about this amazing parable and ask God to reveal to you what are the opportunities around you in your very midst for love? And the way that we discover what those are is by being a neighbor. You find your neighbor by being a neighbor. And the Greek word for neighbor is plision, the one who is close to you. So you have to come close to people. We have to come close to them and we have to inquire about them. We have to ask about their lives. If we do that, we will find abundant opportunities for love in our very midst. So through the prayers of St. John the Merciful, may we all become merciful as he is merciful.